Hello and welcome to A Sporting Discussion, your podcast that discusses sports of all sorts. I'm Andrew Donison, and it's a big Happy New Year to the world's number one Australian baseball correspondent, AJ Mithen. Hello, AJ. Happy New Year, Andrew. Happy New Year, listeners, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. This week, we will take a look at what's been happening in the world of sport over the last three weeks and look forward to what is coming up over the next 12 months. We'll also share our sporting New Year's resolutions and see how long they actually last. Uh, As we always say, discussion is two ways, us here at ASD Stadium and you, the listeners. So get in contact with us via Twitter at ASD underscore podcast or facebook.com slash a sporting discussion so we can make sure we are talking about issues that are of interest to you. AJ, I have a new little toy that I'm playing with. It's going to hopefully make our stings <laughs> work a little bit better. Yes, and it'll make life a lot easier or disastrous. Hopefully easier, but we will see as the, the year progresses. <laughs> AJ, confirmations and corrections. You said that you've got a few things that you want to get off we your chest. Wanted, we wanted to have a clean slate 2017 fresh start, but something's been bugging me since, the, uh, since our episode 40 sign-off last year. Oh, dear. Um, it was, it's right up there with when I called uh, Jared Croker Jason. Oh, it no. was, I confused my uh, Australian royal baseball royalty family, royal families. Oh no! Uh, the Dales and the Nilsons, because I said the Nilsons were brothers, but they're not. They're right. cousins, and the Dales are the brothers. Okay, so there, there. That's anyway. I'm, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. It's been bugging you for the last three weeks. Oh, but I also said I think it was. What was I said? Issa Gua was uh, the English women's wicketkeeper, and yep. she wasn't a wicketkeeper. So. I feel purged. I feel better. I All feel right. fresh, ready to go. So, no, no more errors from here on in. Error free in 2017 so far. I'm, I'm not going to claim. I'm going to. I'm not going to make that claim that I won't be error free. But you <laughs> have made that claim for yourself. So no, no. I say so far in 2017, <laughs> error free. All right. Our topical recap proudly brought to you by Ultimate AFL Trivia. Search for them on Facebook, where they normally put out daily AFL related trivia questions. But they're taking a bit of a break through the AFL off season. But you can still get in contact with them if you would like them to run an AFL themed trivia night at your club or event. And that is any. Anywhere in Australia, and they better start limbering up because pre-season's right around the corner. If it hasn't started again already, oh, everyone is training the house down. Everyone's flying everywhere. That's According right. According to every single, I love it. I, I really, <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for a um, for a pre-season article. Yeah. I believe everything that that is written in them. <laughs> so many records and uh, oh, what's a three K record? Three K time trials. I time trials, like watching yeah. that. Oh god. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I know that. <laughs> Well, we, what did we ask? We asked, what is your sporting New Year's resolution? Yes. Let's go through some listener ones first, and we'll sprinkle ours among, amongst it. Oh. Uh, we were contacted by a friend of the show, Simon Carolyn. Uh, my resolution is to watch every known sporting movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is a Western, ironically, but, and then hashtag Rudy, hashtag Bull Durham, hashtag Major League. Right. There's a few more than those, Simon, but uh, you you are going to be very busy. Start with those. Um, I'm not sure if there's enough, haven't done the maths, but there might not be enough hours in the year to watch every known sporting movie. No. Uh, I, but, look, if, yeah. if anyone can do it, Simon can. We believe in you, Simon. Yep. Grievous Bodily Charm on <laughs> Twitter. 
said, my 2017 sporting resolution is to learn the rules of American football and then try to understand it. Well, you are running out of time, grievous bodily charm, because the NFL is in its playoff stages this week. So either get into it now or wait till August. I was say, it's four weeks until the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, and that includes a bye week. Mm. Um, we also were contacted by Stuart McLennan, uh, who his resolution is to be more like Steve Mascord, uh, that is, travel and get paid more for writing stuff. Now, Steve Mascord is a legendary rugby league journalist and rock and roll writer, so that's a fair role model to have. <laughs> Absolutely I think right. Steve lives over in London, I think, at the moment. Okay. And uh, still posts for Fairfax and rugby league and all of that. Yeah. That's I, I like that resolution. Not too bad. That's yeah. pretty good. Actually, Stu's got a good blog of his own going. I'm just padding time here while I'm trying to find the link. How about I talk about You do Dan yours Jarvis. while I look for Stu McLennan's No, I'll link. talk about Dan Jarvis's. He got in contact with us and he said, when David King comes on either TV or radio and he's asked his opinion in relation to anything AFL, my resolution is to change the channel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've started off belting... Uh, Belting commentators already. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about anything stupid that they've said yet. Jeez, we're only maybe five minutes in. Here we go. Uh, Athensbites.com. That's Stu McLennan's uh, blog uh, from over in Greece. Really interesting. Some brilliant rugby league writing over there. And he is occasionally on the raw.com.au as well. So thanks for getting in touch, Stu. AJ, what is your sporting New Year's resolution? Well, I did a bit of a clickbaity one <laughs> to... To bring in the uh, to bring in the sharks, um, I was I am well I still am going to rubbish people who play super coach, and when I say play super coach, I mean let it rule their lives and their enjoyment of watching sport. Yes, I, I think that needed a little bit more clarification coming from someone who gets deeply invested in their fantasy NFL and possibly fantasy major league. Uh, but that's sure that's the that. trick. I don't. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I won. I just won my NFL fantasy league. I, know, I just needed to get that on the record. And do you know why I know that? Because you were tweeting it I all did. over the place, which shows that maybe you take it a little bit too seriously. Oh, no, that was, that was pure and simple face rubbing. Yeah. You know who you are, Leo. You know you came second. <laughs> my one, and this, this is going to be a challenge, <laughs> but I'm going to do it, is to be less cynical. It was related to one of the things one of my lowlights from the last episode last year where there were all these, you know, satirical websites and uh, Twitter and Facebook accounts that just take the piss out of things. I'm like, no, I'm just going to see things for, for what they are. So no no comedy from you this year then? Oh, there were plenty of comedy gold. Oh, right. Just, just no taking the piss, no being cynical. Oh, no cynical taking the piss. Wow. How yep. You are no chance. It's a resolution. It's Do you not- know what? If you can make it to... The start of the AFL season mm-hmm. without uh, being cynical. Yep. And I'll call it on air. Okay. I'll give you $500. Righto. Yep. Done. All right. We got all that on the record? We do. All right. And you got to help me, listeners. But, Andrew, I've got a reasonably serious sporting okay. resolution. One, that, one that we can actually hold you to. One account. that we can hold me to. Right. And um, it's more, it is along the line of Stu's, actually. Um, mm. I'm keen to get a lot more into the writing up of sport and. Getting, getting some good yarns out there. and uh, Ooh, so Yarns? Yarns, that's the Jeez. window. Um, so this year, uh, yes, I want to do a lot more writing about the sport and shining a light on sports that don't usually get a light shined on them. Oh, very good. I like yes. that.
Andrew, it is the first week of January. We've had a few weeks off, almost a month, if you can believe that. Mm. Did you put in your annual leave submission? Didn't you get that? I got yours. We'll talk about that off camera. Um, <laughs> what were your takeaways from uh, when did we knock off? December the 9th. Something up like until that. Now. Uh, my takeaways were that those three weeks off were, were not enough time for one of my uh, Christmas presents to, to come true or Christmas wishes to come true. And that was uh, more coverage being given to the less mainstream sports. So I'm looking at you as yeah. part of your New Year's resolution. Yeah, I'm digging my oars. Well, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but in, in terms of on mainstream, there's still a, a lack of, I guess, um, coverage of the, the, the Australian Baseball League, the, the WNBL, even the, the NBL, which is in a really good season mm. just isn't cutting through as much as as much as it could. So yeah, they're getting good crowds, but it's not translating yeah. onto the screen. Yes, Melbourne United are, are basically getting sellout crowds mm. uh, every week, which or every not game. bad for a team that two weeks ago was on the bottom. Yeah, and is now third. That's how close the season is. So I guess that, <laughs> so that's that's my you know negative takeaway. But my positive takeaway, and it's it basically goes against what I've just said. It's the big bash. Yeah. Once again. The Big Bash is king. Lord of all. Yeah. But it's getting... You can't hope to beat it. You can only hope to snuffle 1% of its audience. Who would have thought a couple of years ago that a million people every night would be watching domestic cricket? Me. Well, good on you. You should have have got involved. (laughs) You asked. (laughs) I know. You should have got involved and and made millions off it. Yeah, it's kind of like the getting on the bottom floor for... uh, Gillette or Apple or something like or IBM or something like that. Apple, but, like Forrest Gump did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he's not a real person? What? We'll have. To, are you all right? You're starting to cry. Hang on, I'm just gonna. No, uh, let's. I'll take a deep breath and we'll move <laughs> on. What's your takeaway from the last three weeks? Well, mine was big bash, big bash, big bash, big bash. It's king. It's mm. um. It destroyed, lays waste to everything in its path. Um. I guess the it's rating, yeah. If it's not a million, it's nine hundred. Yep. Um, they replay the games the next day, and people watch that as well. Um, I saw a tweet from Jono, uh, his name escapes me, who said they were in a pub waiting to watch the test, and the replay of the Big Bash was on all the screens around the pub. That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> it- <laughs> the crowds are huge. Brisbane Heat. Uh, we spoke to their general manager, Andrew McShay. Um, late last year, and their crowds have gone bananas. Um, mm. They've got uh, some really good things going there. I think they're playing tonight against the Sydney Sixers, I think it is. And it's they another. I'm, I'm just looking over your shoulder at the yeah. screen in the studio here. And shouldn't, shouldn't that be on the test? There's not uh, yeah. not too many spare seats there, which, yeah. you know, for the, for the Brendan McCollum, Chris Lynn show. Yeah, well, crowds are huge. Um, ratings are huge. Melbourne is getting, they've got 70,000 at the Derby, Derby. Showdown, whatever we want to call it. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's big, big, big. Another another good one um, was the ABL All Star Game. Oh yes, which goes to your point a little bit was broadcast on uh, abltv.com, which is a YouTube channel, but it was also taken through ESPN. Okay, um, and shown to hundreds of millions of viewers across the Asian region and over in the states for the early birds who like to get up. Uh, and watch some sports. So that's something. We'll get to that a little bit a little bit later on, or maybe okay. in a couple of weeks even. Yep. Um, my bad one. It's kind of not really a bad one, but it is a bad one. It's the A League. Yeah. Um, okay. 
And this is going to sound ridiculous because crowds are up by almost a quarter on last year. Yep. TV ratings are up by almost a quarter on last year. Mm-hmm. But if you added an entire round's A-League ratings um, for six Te- weeks... Television in, ter- in terms of pay, pay TV plus free-to-air TV. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Only, one, only one game is simulcast. Okay, um, yep. So if, if you add in the free-to-air component. Yep. If you add a whole round of A-League football together, if you add six whole rounds of A-League football together, you get about half a big bash game. Oof. So the numbers are up and head office would be really happy because they're able to say, hey, look, Metrics. ratings are up a quarter of a thing. But they've gone from like 40,000 to maybe 70, 75, 80 occasionally. Okay. Um, That's which, not good. It's not good, but they announced the huge TV deal, which was 350 mil or whatever it was. Um, so that hopefully things can keep going on this path. But it's just because Big Bash is such Big Bash, everything else seems completely secondary. I was actually listening to an interview with James Sutherland from Cricket Australia talking about the, the Big Bash, and they were talking about the viewer figures. And whilst it's still getting a, a huge number of people watching, they were actually seeing trends, uh, regional trends. So a Brisbane Heat against Sydney Sixers game would have more viewers in Brisbane and more viewers in Sydney, whereas mm. in previous years it would basically be uh, flat across the Even whole country. The so, yeah. oh, and I, I don't know the answer to this, but I wonder what the uh, the similar story is in the A League if it's home states or if there are people who are just genuinely interested in the the competition as a whole. Well, it'd be good if we could get that data, but Foxtel doesn't release. Um, mm. That much data They don't no. like releasing ratings anyway What do you make of uh, the Big Bash League? Are you a fan? Are you into it? I'm a massive fan But I don't follow a team I don't care who wins I just like seeing I, I, I love cricket, I always have And I just enjoy the fact that I can sit down on the couch Every night and annoy my partner And watch cricket <laughs> all the time Thank yeah, you Sarah Well Big Bash seems to have taken, taken over from everything Even, uh, I mean when it started out, or when 2020 cricket started out, or you're a traditionalist, but, oh, you know, hit and giggle, this will never work. And it's it's going to destroy everything. Well, one thing that I find really interesting is you watch the crowd and have a look in the crowd and see how many people are wearing the shirts and how mm. many young people are wearing the shirts. So they're the ones that are, you know, be buying into, I go for this team, I go for that team. Yeah. I am but, uh, interested. On, just on that, though. Yes. And we're adults. We don't follow a team. Mm. Um even if Canberra did have a team, I probably wouldn't follow that either because it's not that's not what the Big Bash is all about. Do no. you think those kids go home like crying into their jerseys if the Renegades lose or if the Heats lose Heat lose like they would if they if the Bulldogs lost or if the uh, Roosters lost? No, I yeah, I don't think the losses impact as much, but I think the wins do. I think people yeah. want that because yeah, that's a good point. Because if if they lose, they still saw or hopefully still saw a good game. Yeah, sixes everywhere. Yeah, um, I wonder. Yeah, that's a really interesting point that the kids kind of fob off, fob off a lot. You know, we need to do some field research for this. So, folks, at ASD underscore podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash a sporting discussion, especially want to talk to those with uh, cricket-aged children. Uh, do you take your kids to the games or you watch them on TV? Does your kid get disappointed when their team loses? I've got one more thing on the, on the Big Bash, but on sports in general, it's and coverage. I'm very 
keen to see the ratings of the Big Bash when the tennis tournaments uh, are on over the summer. Now, the Brisbane International is currently on and the Hopman Cup is also on. I've flicked over to those a couple of times throughout the last couple of days and I find myself going straight back to the to the cricket. So when the, you know, was it White City in... in um, that, well, yeah, the Sydney tournament, Sydney tournament and the, and the yeah. Adelaide tournament. Brisbane International's on as well. Yeah, and yeah. so when, when those come in and when the Australian the Open Hopman comes Cup. in, yeah. I'll be very, very keen to see if there's any you know dip in the, the ratings for the Big Bash and what the tennis can do to, I guess, to grab that sporting market. Let's have a, a, a bit more of a look at a couple of things that have happened over the last three weeks. We'll have a look at the Australian Baseball League. We'll have a look at the Women's Big Bash League. And we'll have a look at something that you wrote about on the raw.com.au, the Sydney to Hobart mm. yacht race. Mm. Let's kick off with the Australian Baseball League. Oh. Now, can we let the viewers know what your, uh, sort of what your role has been for the Raw on the baseball? I've oh, just been writing some previews and uh, doing some interviews as well at the games um, that uh, sometimes get used on the Strike Zone podcast um, that the ABL releases during the week. Um, but mainly just uh, writing up some previews, putting some predictions together and having a bit of fun with it all. Going to be a couple of good interviews that I've got in the can that are coming out as well over the next little while. Excellent. And the Melbourne Aces are streeting the field at the moment? Yeah, 18 and 6. Uh, the 18 wins, six losses. Thank um, you. 16 games left in the season, four weeks. Yep. Um, and Melbourne basically can't be caught in first. It's a top three, so two and three play off to play Melbourne, it'll be. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, so in, they're, they're five games ahead. You don't think that with... It's four games. It's four weeks of four game series. Yep. Um, something... Incredible would have to happen for Melbourne to be caught. Okay. Actually, no. Uh, actually, it's almost mathematically that they can't be caught unless they just due to who's unless they who. drop like eight games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And who who uh, who is fighting it out for that second and third? It's pretty close, isn't it? Our Canberra Cavalry are second. Gunner Cavs. Yeah. Thirteen wins, eleven losses. Uh, they are one game ahead of the Adelaide Bite, who are on twelve and twelve. Uh, hot on their heels are uh, the Brisbane Bandits, who are 11 and 13, and Brisbane come to Melbourne this weekend. Uh, so that may well put paid to any dreams of back-to-back for the Bandits. Yep. Um, and the Sydney Blue Sox are 10 and 14, and in a bit of a hole. Uh, they were a second on the ladder two series ago and unfortunately played Melbourne home and away. And uh, Did not do well. 7-1 overall yeah. out of the eight games. So coming up last is the Perth Heat, who are 8-16. and 16, Ten games off top, four games off third. Basically cooked, but they're playing some really good ball. They've um, got a lot of young kids in the team and some uh, gnarly old Aussie veterans like Luke Hughes um, and Matt Kennelly, who's, just as a side note, he's the team manager. But he had to play. He's played all season as catcher, and oh, uh, really? Because and designated hitter when he has to, because they couldn't. Uh, they had some catchers lined up to come and play, and they all fell through. All the oh, pieces fell through. And uh, he's like a top five hitter in the league. That's handy. Yeah, That's he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be. But yeah, <laughs> and standout performers. Mark Hamburger, oh, uh, yes. starting pitcher, the Thursday guy or the Friday man for the. Uh, 
Melbourne Aces. But isn't uh, everything about him undefeated this year? He's a yeah. screens cult hero. Melbourne people really need to get to a game that Mark Hamburger is pitching at. Yeah. And then come back the next night because Jeremy Guthrie's pitching and he won a World Series for the Kansas City Royals. That's right. And he's out here playing for free uh, because he's loaded with his, <laughs> <laughs> with his family. He wants to get tuned to tune up for the Major League season and hopefully get a new contract. Okay. Um, unfortunately, his first outing, he got tuned up. Right. Um, by Sydney, but yeah, they'll, they'll all get worked out. So, four weeks to go. Playoffs. Uh, basically out of Canberra, Adelaide, Brisbane, maybe Sydney, Sydney dropping right off the pace really quickly. And I've been really, really quick here because there's a million players I want to talk about and a million different things that are going to happen, but uh, we need to move on. So, Andrew, tell, tell, tell us about the Women's Big Bash League. The Women's Big Bash, it's been uh, a good tournament for the majority of teams. The Melbourne Renegades, unfortunately for them and unfortunately for me, who predicted big things for them at the start of the season, <laughs> have they've won two games uh, this this year, but uh, I, how many? Two out of eight. Hey. Yeah, they're 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 nowhere, and it's been a little bit disappointing. Although Sophie Molyneux has been the I guess the shining light coming from uh, from the Renegades with both bat and ball. Mm. Winning, winning a lot of media coverage too here in Melbourne, where we record a sporting discussion. Back page of the now would it have been a weekend paper? It would have been. Back page of the Herald Sun, Sophie Molyneux was like, you know, is this Australia's next gun all rounder? Wow. And you gotta do that you gotta do a lot in Melbourne to knock off so and so ran three Ks really quickly in the off season. That's exactly right. Grace Harris was the the one that I was really looking forward to. Unfortunately, she's not done so well. She's played six games, she's batted five times and she's only made thirty three runs. I've so been, I've been there. Yeah. Haven't we all? Oh, wait, 35. Oh, <laughs> no, I haven't been there. <laughs> uh, Meg Lanning, once again, is leading the way in the run scoring. But the Melbourne Stars are doing a little bit better this year because Meg has actually got some support. Emma Inglis is... Uh, she's the wicketkeeper for the Stars and she's moved from the middle order up to open and she's been batting well. Jess Cameron has been batting quite well and Katie Mack has been has put in a few perfor- decent performances. So they're sitting third behind the two Sydney sides. Really, out of the, the top, it's almost the top six, uh, anyone could make the final. Hobart, it's their net run rate, which is going to, to cost them. Mm. Sophie Devine the other day scored 100 off about 53 balls for the Adelaide Strikers. Unfortunately, it was not on one of the televised games and that that's something oh. that's been, I've been a little bit... Now, they've been streamed on the Cricket Australia website if they're not on TV. Yeah, every right? game yeah. streamed and commentated on as well by Cricket yep. Australia, which is good. They've been... Uh, and then there are a few games on TV. I've been really disappointed with the... Uh, the games that they have shown on TV because they've not been as good a quality as as they could be. Yeah. Sophie Devine scored 100. The next game was her team got bowled out for so 90 or something. Channel 10 curse. The Channel 10 curse, we'll call it that, <laughs> yes. Um, in terms of wicket-takers, Sarah Ailey and Molly Strano are both the only two with double-figure wicket tallies. Hayley Matthews from Hobart has nine. She's basically been relied on to make runs and score, uh, sorry, to make all the runs and take all the wickets for Hobart, which is why they're not doing so well. Gemma Barsby. Now, AJ, you're a left-arm bowler. Yep. I'm a right-arm bowler. I'm the best kind of left-arm bowler. Quick. Yep. Gemma Barsby is both. 
She bowls. Why right. does she spoil it by having some right-handed bowls? She bowls. She comes in and she'll bowl right arm, oh. and then she'll say to the umpire, uh, "Change into to round the wicket." Actually, no, change into left arm over the wicket. Thanks. You allowed to do that? Yep. As, as long as, as you tell the umpire. As long as you tell the umpire. So oh, she comes. So that's in. what I've been doing wrong all these years. All right. Which and so they're the they're the sort of things that I really like seeing coming out of this. <laughs> it's just yeah, some excellent skills by. Uh, Trevor Barsby's daughter, Gemma. I was going to ask if that was a relation. Yes, definitely. I imagine there's many Barsbys around. No, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's been a, a really good um, competition thus far. When does it knock off? When have we got finals? And it, does, it, does it work alongside the men's uh, calendar? Or Yeah, it does. Um, they have to play on, on weekends, basically, because yeah. the... Well, most well, of the players have full time jobs. Actual jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yes, we've, less than we've that. spoken about that. We've, we'll probably get into that a little bit later on but in, the, in the year. Yeah, exactly. So, the towards the end of January will be the, um, the final games. I'm just pulling up the fixture at the moment. 21st of January, the Saturday, is the, the last regulation game. Two semi finals on Tuesday the 24th and Wednesday the 25th, and then the final on Saturday the 28th of January. And that's a curtain raiser. Well, it's a final in its own right, but it's yeah, on, so it's on be, the same be, day as the men's. Yeah, the, it, it'll be a double header. Oh, um, that's, a, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, <laughs> two wicket keepers that have been doing very well. Beth Mooney for Brisbane got four stumpings in one game, and Alyssa Healy has just been dominant. I'll tweet out uh, a stumping that she made today from a medium pacer, from a wide down leg side. Uh, pretty <laughs> impressive. Not bad. Yeah. So I would encourage everyone to jump onto Cricket Australia and have a look at all of those games. Lovely. AJ, the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race. The Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race, Andrew. Millionaire's Row, Billionaire's Row, the tax dodge race <laughs> of Australia. Oh, look, we're being facetious. It's, um, it starts on Boxing, Boxing Day. Day every yep. year. It goes from Sydney and the, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are there for the start in Sydney mm-hmm. and a lot of people that are there for the, the finish in Hobart. Well, it's difficult for spectators to be out there uh, on the water with the boats. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's true. They're, they're more... On the that, the, although, the, ironically, that would give us a better indication of how popular that race actually is. Um, didn't rate... Well, it rated, what, 488,000, I think, was the launch. Okay. Not good, not bad. It's I guess, as far as yachting goes, that's probably sensational. Um, now, I did write an article about it on the raw.com.au and got some fairly mixed responses. Mm. Um, a fair bit of support. Yep. But also some. So, good, so what, what um, was your what was your contention, or what was the? Well, the my question there? was, what's the point of it? I mean, uh, we've been we're getting on. <laughs> we're, not, we're not young. We're not old. We're in the middle, right? Okay, um, I'm not sure where this is going, but yes. <laughs> and we used to watch, um, you know, the yacht racing during the innings break on the cricket, where Prudential would race FAI insurance. Yes, and that's right. uh, you know, and you'd watch it, and it'd be like, we're all. This is all exciting and everything, but, you know, what's next? Hurry up, get back to the cricket. Yep. Um, the, but if it's a toss-up between that and the cricket show, then I'm taking the, the, the sailing just quietly. <laughs> um, well, the ratings say otherwise. But anyway, um, the, uh, every year Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race receives massive, massive coverage, and it can only be because it's basically the day game while everyone waits for the big bash to come on. Because the amount of coverage that the Sydney to Hobart race gets is wildly, in my opinion, wildly out of uh, step with the actual amount of public interest. Do you think that's fair? 
from from a Melbourne person's perspective, absolutely. Shane West on on Twitter, he begged to disagree. Begged to yep. dis- yeah, he said you know get out of your Melbourne bubble, which I think is <laughs> entirely fair enough. Like uh, we, it bypasses us. We we can't go down to Port Phillip, but it Bay. bypasses everyone. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> once they get out of the harbour, that's it until they land in Hobart. But I guess the interest I'm talking about is you don't hear anything. There's no coverage of yachts on. I'm talking mainstream media here because you can watch yacht racing on pay television. Um, let's take Channel 9, yep. for example. Don't show anything about any race, boat racing at all at any stage throughout the year unless one of the boats sinks or unless there's a disaster of some sort. But they will spend four hours a day covering the Sydney to Hobart in all of their news bulletins with embedded reporters everywhere and like five people sent down to Hobart who report on breathlessly about how so-and-so is doing this. And Aaron Mullen on one of the... Yeah, on celebrities the, and... Um, well, Aaron Mullen's kind of a celebrity and a journalist. She's a journalist yeah. first. Um but, yeah, that's been happening for quite a while now. A lot of the boats getting on celebrity uh, crew members. And that, that was something that a couple of people on your raw.com.au article were talking about. Like, yeah, you know, It yeah. splits didn't, into didn't three like camps. Yeah. So a lot of – I think the, the feedback that I got from the people who actually know their sailing was actually quite good. It was really good. And they've uh, – one of them had a bit of a whack at me because I was – Demeaning, demeaning their sport, and um, obviously there was that race in 1998 where six people died, and there was in the cavernous seas and all of those sort of things. So yeah, I'm actually going to go uh, buy a book about that tomorrow. Believe it or not, there you uh, go. What's it called? Fatal Storm by Rob Mundell. Just to see, because uh, I don't bag things and then just walk away. I bag things and then try to learn more about. It. AJ, with a new year comes new sporting competitions. What are you looking forward to in the upcoming 12 months? Oh, the eagerness and the, the clean slate. I love a good clean slate. Yes. I want to see if my Canberra Raiders can back up what they did last year, uh, finishing second on the ladder, um, winning 10 games on the trot, I think, at one stage. They've had a shortened pre-season. I just want to see if they can back that up. It's going to be one heck of a ride. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to two, I guess, old, new competitions or revamped competitions. Yeah. Or, uh, the National Netball League, where it's the Australian-only competition. Uh, that's right. Yes. Uh, Collingwood have basically tried to get every single good player and put them on their list. They've done and a good job of that too. Yes, yes. So they are going to be very difficult to beat. That competition kicks off in February. So, yep. yeah, looking forward to seeing how, how that goes and also what the coverage is like. I saw an ad for that during the cricket today actually on yeah. Channel 9 and they said every single game will be shown live on GEM. So not on the main channel, but Gem is still good, especially because my television has never been able to pick up those fancy channels, but it does now <laughs> on the Foxtel box. <laughs> uh, and the, the other one is the, the AFL women's competition in February and March. We've got uh, a Sporting uh, Discussions' right. own Beck Goddard, Beck Goddard coaching yep. the Adelaide Crows Good friend women. of the show, and we will have her back on in the next little while to chat about how training has gone and... Uh, 
plans for the season and all of that? Yes, and I, I'm, I'm going to take uh, the Caulfield Bears under-12s girls team out to, to see <laughs> the Adelaide-Collingwood game. I'm the assistant coach Lovely. for this upcoming season. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing two reasons. One, actually just to see the competition, to see it live on TV, to go out and watch the games. But two, to actually to see the reaction that it mm. gets. I like how they're... Um, sort of advertising it at the moment. They've had um, Moana Hope oh, doing an ad saying, yeah. you know, come and have a look. Come, come, come and judge for yourself. It's interesting. It'll be interesting for me to see how it all goes down uh, because there's a lot of the context being given for the competition is that a million people watch the All-Stars game when there's no other... AFL on yes um, but that's the cream of the crop who are now spread across the league so it'll be interesting to see the reaction to that thinner talent spread yes yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, what else is coming up on on your radar AJ uh, a bit more baseball in March the world baseball championships are on uh, in America and Japan Okay, um, and then I think I think they finish off in San Jose or somewhere, San Diego or somewhere like that. And is that like a the World Cup? That's or the world, it? yeah, World Cup of baseball, yep. basically. Um, so Australia, Team Australia will be going. Team Australia are in. They qualified in November, I think it was, by beating South Africa. Yep. Um, really good team we've got, but then you look at the lists of <laughs> some of the teams, some of the yeah. other teams going over. I mean, um, what's his name? Max Scherzer from the I think he's at Washington at the moment. Starting pitcher um, is playing for the US. Right. Uh, Avisail Garcia. There's a whole bu- If you look at the Venezuelan team, there's a whole bunch of major league, like max power hitters. So it's a it, it's a a very good team in terms of the previous Australian teams, but mm. in the the world tough, pool, tough, tough, it's tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as Australian sports teams get it, uh, we're in the group of death. Of course we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess like Cuba, I think Japan as well, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough, but it's going to be good to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to a bit of cricket to the Australia men's tour of India, just because India always beat us That's over like there. Next, next week, isn't Australia it? always beats India over here. So, so what are you looking forward to? Then? I'm looking forward to the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because all of a sudden we're the best cricket team in the world again. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're beating up on a hapless travelling Pakistan side. Mm-hmm. The, the one, well, sorry, not the one, a, an interesting um, thing or a quirk of the fixture is when the Australians will be in the air on the way from here to India, I believe, there will be an Australian team playing a T20. That's right. So it's going to be basically a T20 team devoid of any Australian test players. So Steve Smith won't be there. Dave Warner won't be there. So free entry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. No. (laughs) And the Ashes are coming up later on in the year. And I've, I've seen some English journalists already going... Oh God! This Australian team are looking are looking pretty good. I'm starting to get concerned. Oh, Just wait until the the Australia India yeah. series. The India series. All right. Yes. All right. Let, let's stop that there because there's a lot of year to come, and uh, let's wrap this one up. What do you say? I say yes. All right. So that is it for episode 41 of a sporting discussion. Don't forget, we have a question to all you parents out there. Uh, do your kids feel bad when their BBL team loses? Uh, we'll do a poll about it as well. But we need your feedback at ASD underscore podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash a sporting discussion on Facebook. And if there's anything else you want to talk to us about or if you want to uh, throw us a topic or 
something, a meaty, meaty issue to debate. Or uh, take, take up, uh, take us on with something that we've said in the We do, the we do podcast. love to be taken on. We do, yeah. absolutely. Whether, AJ, whether we, I, I, sometimes I just run to the corner and, <laughs> yeah, anyway. AJ, I mentioned earlier that we've got a little bit of new kit for the mm-hmm. podcast and that's to, to help us with a few things that we've got in the pipeline. Yeah, we're looking at, I don't want to spoil it by saying what it is, but. Um, <laughs> no, no. We're, we're looking at, we've, we've been looking at this for a long time, but it's actually going to come to fruition maybe around March, mm-hmm. maybe around mid-March. Um we're still having a look at it. The idea is to throw a couple of live shows out there, which was requested last year when we said, how can we make the show better? Um, so we are giving serious consideration to doing some live uh, live shows here and there. And, and I guess we, we want to hear from the listeners as to what sort of live shows. Obviously, there's there's things such as, you know, calling a cricket match. There's a lot of issues that go, uh, yes. go along with that. Whatever won't but, land us in uh, court, we yeah. are all for. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, what else have we got? I've said the social media stuff. Yes, we AJ, reply. Yeah. you will be continuing to do your ABL corresponding. Yep, be doing some ABL writing on the raw.com.au. Uh, I know every time I say I've got some stuff for rugbyleaguehub.com, <laughs> rugby league's home on the internet, and I do, I just need to proof it and edit it. Okay. I publish it. I, I believe just, you. I need to publish it. Anyway. I believe you. Now, are you? Did you uh, get the callback for Triple R? Are you back in 2017? Renewed contract. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a hundred percent increase in <laughs> uh, in salary, which is yep. which is good from zero to zero. Yep. 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 Lovely. <laughs> Uh, and there may be some white line wireless stuff going on for the WBBL. We're having a few issues with locations to broadcast from, but oh. yes. All right. So stand by for that. All right. Now, one special thing just before we finish. Oh. A sporting discussion is entered in the Castaway Awards, which is the Australian Podcast Awards. Um, we are in the sports category. I fought hard to get us in the news and current affairs bit, but Andrew, <laughs> Andrew won that debate. Yeah, sorry, um, mate. Uh there's a popular vote section and there's a judges vote section. Uh, we submitted our episode 39, I think it was, Dom Malisi, yeah, uh, when we spoke Collingwood to Collingwood, Collingwood's national recruiting manager. Um, but we are going to be bombarding you, dear listeners, with, with the vote for a sporting discussion uh, public vote page. Um, I think you need to start a, uh, make an account so you can vote. Yes. Uh, to remove all hanky business. Uh, what's our aim? How many votes do we want? I was having a look today, and I think that yeah, your Will Anderson uh, has probably already how got he how he's going to win Howie games. Well, the big yeah. boys, the big boys are going to win. So let's set ourselves a, a goal that we, we we'd like to get to. Let's what go do double reckon? figures. Double figures. Double ten figures. votes. Ten votes. Well, actually, it should be twelve because there's me and you. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll aim for twelve. So we need your help, listeners. We want twelve votes in the Castaway Awards. We aim small, but yeah, we'll see how we go. We might accumulate that 12. Exactly. You know what? That's great. I think that might do us for this week, Andrew. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will be back, second show for 2017, next week. 